the world champion with a body like that. And this man. And that's the bottom line. The reign of the modern day Maharaja. And now, your world podcast champions. Well, Travis, I have to say, this is the actual legitimate episode 50 of Rumble and Reality. <laughs> right. <laughs> we all had a good laugh. Man. Uh, the end of last week's podcast. We, were, we both were so confident that this was the 50th one. No, no, no. We were just, a, we were about one episode shy. <laughs> I was, I went back. I was like, oh my gosh. Cause we already, it's not that I can just go back and change the header or change the caption or change the title. Cause we talked about episode 50, like multiple times. Yes. Oh, man. It was like, oh my Lord. <laughs> that is the technical error. Oh man. So <clears throat> I stayed up till four in the morning and I'm so glad that Travis texted me at nine 30 because I was still dead asleep. And I woke up to a. First off, why were you why were you still up at four thirty? You. I was playing. People. I was playing Clash Royale on my phone. Oh, yeah. I see. I'm a I'm a nerd. Um, so I woke up hey. to a YouTube text uh, text saying go to YouTube and look this video, and it was some badass news of Jericho versus Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom twelve. Oh my god! Yes. New Japan is pulling out some stops, man. Man, I wonder if it's like they pay Jericho enough or Jericho just wanted to do it. I think Jericho just wants to do it. That's what I think I mean, so too. Who's gonna tell who's gonna tell him no? You know I what know. I mean? Ain't no You're right. I don't <laughs> care if he's supposed to be uh WWE uh, a WWE product or whatever the case may be. Jericho is his own product. This goes back to something that I or uh, not argued, but I uh, debated with somebody on uh, on Twitter about Jericho doesn't need a company, you know. Yeah. He doesn't need WWE. He don't need anybody. He just needs himself. That dude's got a work ethic beyond anybody's imagination. The so first, the first thing I thought though was Travis is, do you think this is gonna hurt his his image in Vince's mind? Because I know Vin, I know Vince and he's all about loyalty and all this stuff. And it's yep. like, I'm not saying they don't push Jericho enough, because they do, but they don't push Jericho enough as, like, a rock or a stone cold. That's always been, like, a disputed, like, thing. They never, like, give him that kind of, like, you know, that feel, like a Jer- like a, the rock or stone cold, or they didn't feel like he's that pinnacle of a, per- a star. But I just sure. feel like these, these kind of jumps to Wrestle Kingdom at his age, and Vince's mind, old school mind, is like, you're giving the competitor more eyes on their product yeah. instead of mine. Yep. So you think it was yep. talked about? Do you think he asked Vince for his, you know, nope. blessing? I don't. Not even the slightest. You don't think so? Because I heard they were actually really nope. cool. Jericho, man. That's I heard awesome. Vince will... You can be really cool. Just because you're cool with somebody doesn't mean you got to talk to them about it. I know. It. I mean, like, I heard, like, on a friend level, I heard, like, Vince, like, calls Jericho and, like, just randomly talks and stuff. I mean, if that's the case, then, you know, well, Jericho kudos. Said, Jericho, said that in a, Jericho said that in a interviews like that, or some kind of it was, it was a documentary. What, what, not too long ago, he actually watched on YouTube all back. He said, well, "Vince will just call him and be like, oh, hey, what's up, buddy?'" <laughs> and then Again, up. if I mean, if he does, then cool. But I'm just, I mean, I don't, I don't care who you are. You could be Vince McMahon. You could be the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ain't nobody gonna. It, it, it's Jericho. 
Jericho how, does what he wants. How long so has it he, been he since uh, Jericho's wrestled on uh, uh, indie circuits over there? Oh, well, again, New Japan's not indie. Well, let's, I'm let's sorry. Well, I meant just over there. Okay, well, I meant just over there in general. Anything besides WWE? Man, um, since the '90s, I believe. Unless, Dang. unless you count any tours over there with WWE, which that's true because uh, WWE went over to Japan in 2005, and he was on the roster at that time. So, if you don't want to count WWE standards, then I want to say that he hasn't been. He's not competed in Japan um, underneath another umbrella besides WWE since umbrella, the umbrella, umbrella, sorry. <laughs> That's a Rihanna, Rihanna song, whatever her name is. I was like, wait, what? I can never say it. <laughs> sorry, continue. Oh, I thought I was like, I thought you were trying to get me. I thought there was <laughs> something else behind this. Oh, no. Um, yeah, no. I don't. I don't care. I don't care if they're cool or best friends or whatever the case may be. Um, no, I don't think Jericho asked anybody's permission. He don't need to. Jericho um, has other stuff that goes on outside of WWE. That if for whatever reason WWE told him they don't want him back or he's never welcome back, he's not going to care. I'm just saying he doesn't I don't need know. to. I mean, I guess that. I mean, I guess I maybe believe that a little bit. I just feel like Jericho. Uh, yeah. I totally believe that. Okay. Cuz cool. really what does what what does Jericho Jericho has his own rock group. Obviously he he can show that he can still wrestle. But most of his life is pretty much in in his, you know, his uh his popularity and his US popularity popularity is definitely, you know, because of WWE. So. Uh that's arguable too. Well, if he would never went to WWE and he just stuck with WWE and stick with WCW. I, well, I'll agree with that, that WWE definitely gave him a stage and gave him an opportunity to shine brighter. Yeah, I'm but, not saying he couldn't shine somewhere, but I don't think he'd be as big as he was in his career if it wasn't for WWE. I mean, you cannot – It could, I mean, very well could be true. Um, I personally think, though, that Jericho uh, could have been a big star somewhere else had there, of course, been some uh, somewhere else to go. Yeah, um, that's true. But he was making a name for himself in WCW with the Jericho-holics and everything like that. The only thing that Jericho didn't have in WCW was the Y2J nickname. That's it. Jericho Jericho did the exact same gimmick in WWE when he first showed up that he was doing in WCW. So. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, so, well, not much to talk about this besides I cannot freaking wait. Because if you have not seen Kenny Omega... I'm sure you've seen Jericho. Go look up some of Kenny Omega stuff because he I, – I watched his <clears> – <throat> watched another recent uh, interview he had with uh, Kevin Kelly. Oh, my God. It was so funny. He was talking about his next his next you know person he's going to be going against, and now we know. Literally, I watched the interview last night about Kevin Kelly, Kevin Kelly interviewing him, and he was saying there's nobody to challenge him anymore. And then this – Yeah. Like, are you uh, you're eating there, buddy? Just a little bit of energy. Um, so the next huge freaking news that came out is another freaking nude scandal another leaked photos and this time it's going to be involving Ruby Riot Um, I I guess Bailey Bailey like a few of them uh, that's those haven't been confirmed but you can tell it's pretty much her and um, Jojo and also um, I think 
They have, they have one more they said, Summer Ray, but I'm not sure if that's a new photo. Oh, sorry, Paige. More photos of Paige. So, Travis, uh, what do you think about this whole uh, another nude leak? Do people not learn their lesson or what? Uh, I don't think it's a simple matter of they didn't learn their lesson. I'm, I'm just going to go with it again and say WWE wrestlers, stars, whatever, they're human. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know... I know a ton of people that send nude photos to their significant others or somebody that they're dating or whatever the case may be um, all the time. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I'm like, uh, they're people. I don't understand. I don't understand why people want to make such a big deal out of it when it's like, you understand that these people have lives outside of pro wrestling, right? So, yeah, so they send nude photos to somebody that they care about or somebody that they've slept with or want to sleep with or whatever the case may be. How is that any different from anybody else outside of pro wrestling? Well, it's kind of one of those things that you hold like a moral responsibility to public and to kids. But isn't that that a little unfair? Yeah, well, that's just just their lifestyle. That's just being a celebrity or a WWE superstar. That's like literally in their contract. There's literally a clause – they have in there is they have to ups, you know anytime they go outside and they go to like a, in a bar fight and it makes news and stuff WWE actually punishes them they can punish them legally because it's it's actually hurts it it's um, there's a I'm not sure what the word is for it but you know what I'm talking about right yeah I do it's just it's one of those things where I'm like I think I think sometimes people hold celebrities to too much of a higher standard and oh, it's I, like, I agree oh definitely with that you know it, it's like if you if you don't hold yourself to that kind of standard then who are you to hold anybody else to that kind of standard? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't. I don't agree with people wanting to uh, say that. Oh, just because they're a celebrity, they they shouldn't do this or they shouldn't do that or or whatever the or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, it's unnecessary. And uh, like I said, unless you're holding yourself to those type of standards in your own personal life. You really shouldn't hold anybody who's even of celebrity status um, with that kind of standard either, because you're not you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. What do you? Uh, what did you? Uh, well, see, I have to actually research this stuff and look up the pictures and look up the information to see it's not a stupid scandal or a fake scandal, because this this happened with uh, Alexa Bliss and it was fake. And there's been right. a, there's been multiple ones that are fake, so. I looked him up and I was, uh, not to be all, uh, you know, sexist and shit, but I was really surprised. Ruby Riot, I never thought was really hot. She's pretty hot. Well, this is pre-chest uh, tattoo. Oh, that's, and that was what was different with her, the chest tattoo. Yeah, that's why, that's why when I sent that text to you. And yeah, you I was trying to think, I, like, how did he realize that was, like, her? Um, and that's, maybe... that's what it was. I noticed that there was no chest tattoo and I was like, oh, well, these are old. It ain't it. And again, that, but that again goes back to, it's like people want to try to bring up past stuff that somebody's done from two or three years ago. And it's like, so who cares? The sad part is, uh, I mean, kind of the major sad part to me is, is literally Alberto Rio has been saying that Paige is coming back very soon in WB. Like she's like, she's past six weeks or seven weeks training in the, the, you know, what the gym over there. And she's about to come back and more pictures have been released and not just pictures now, it's like text conversations uh, with people and stuff. I guess I mean, uh, they're like really freaking – they just destroy the image of the person, and it makes, yeah. people, makes people not focus on wrestling. They just want to focus on the scandal. 
So I just I'm like, man, hopefully it doesn't hurt her hurt her again or hurt her more. Yeah. Cause it's not, I don't, I don't think it will. I don't think it will at all. I think pages, I think people have, they had their time with it. It is what it is. I think it's been over a year now or close to it. Something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, so I, th- I don't think people really care anymore. It's like it's, and it's one of those things. It, it Paris Hilton went through it when her stuff came out. Um, and I bring up That's Paris true. Hilton for this part of relativity is that it it's popular for the moment. You know what I mean? If you can weather the storm and not let it affect you for months and months and months on end, mm-hmm. people will forget about it after about a month. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, it's that whole, you know, don't ask, don't tell, don't acknowledge it's not there sort of thing. You know, oh, don't ask, don't tell is a different policy. That's a you know, different policy. No, true. But I'm just, <laughs> no, but no, you I'm get, where, yeah, I, you I get you. where I'm going with it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, I really thought it was fake because I, you know, there's there's a lot of stars at once, and then I guess I guess I mean other people too got leaked that weren't really WWE stars anymore. I guess more Molina photos got leaked and other and you know. Uh, yeah, but Molina's nothing new. Either, that's what I, so. that's exactly why I didn't cover it. And then Maria, what's her last name? Uh, Canellis again. What's the big deal there? She did yeah. Playboy. Well, it's not about it's not about the naked photos. It's about you know the, the more like intimate, raunchy kind of stuff where they're actually like doing stuff and you know. But yeah, but again, but that again, it's like people. Oh yeah, I'm just telling you why it's Playboy. making news. It's like it's just one of those things where it's like if she already did Playboy, then people that saw that Playboy already know what she looks like. So who cares? Yeah. You know. Well, I just wanted to touch that topic a little bit because it is definitely. Uh, no, no, no. I know, I know. I'm just saying that's my opinion about oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. People making a big deal out of something that's not really there. Oh yeah, I agree. So what's what's your feelings overall the, about the whole Emma situation with WWE? Oh man, it's so crazy. I mean, I know we we uh, we found out about the news thanks to you last minute on uh, episode forty nine of Rumble in Reality. Um, it's nuts. Like, uh, I guess she parted ways in a normal way when she you know, asked for her release or whatever it was. She didn't ask for her release oh, at she didn't. all. No, no, dude, none of this. She didn't. This was like, according to every news outlet that I've listened to, this was a last-minute decision. Like Darren Young, obvious choice. Summer Rae, as much as I like Summer, she was kind and of actually, an obvious choice. This just came out right now, like, like a couple hours ago. It is believed that Summer Rae was released simply because the role WWE envisioned uh, when she first signed was not met. When she originally joined, it was believed she would become a major star, like Stacey Keebler. Uh, blah, blah, blah. That's what that's what they're saying. This is from uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Yeah. Well, and Emma's release was much more, I guess, of a personal situation as opposed to professional. Oh. Um, it turns out that some of the writers got extremely butthurt because <laughs> Emma, being Emma, it turned that whole stuff going on on Twitter when she was like, you know, uh, almost calling out the writers or calling out the booking team about how, you know, you're not using me properly or you're not using the, the women's roster properly or how the raw writing team seemed to can't uh, seem to, uh, can't afford to put all the other women uh, involved in the show, but yet SmackDown's women's roster are involved every single week, every last one of them. It's true. And I guess that, that she kind of made some of the writers mad with that statement. But I'm like, I'm like, yo, if you're mad, then more than likely it's because it's true and you don't, you don't want to admit it, you know, because <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Emma, Emma really should. And uh, that whole thing where she was saying, I started the divas revolution 
or the women's revolution, she's got a point. It was her and Paige uh, at NXT arrival. I mean, technically, yes. That's what I'm saying is there's some, there's a lot of validation behind what she was saying. And especially, and you know, I don't think that was anything all that starts, was her. This all stars, and she was definitely derailed because of her little uh, um, theft allegation. That was actually proven that she just literally forgot, I guess. Yeah, I don't. Uh, a lot of it just has to come through is that she just kind of pissed off the wrong people. And, yeah. and that's sad to say that adult people can't sit down and have a conversation where they want to play child and petty crap. Um, oh, and especially when it comes to people's jobs, you know, it's like when this is your livelihood and you're one of these flake ass writers that doesn't, <laughs> yeah. doesn't know what wrestling is and doesn't really even know pro wrestling and just got the job because they just got out of college with a degree in writing and they mm-hmm. don't know diddly shit about pro wrestling or they want to, or they have a good career in the past, but they never watch wrestling and they still get hired. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and you know, there's some days where like Freddie Prince jr. When he was on the, the well, writing bring staff, him back. Do what? Let's bring him back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he he's act- he was actually decent. You know why? Because he's actually a fan. Fan. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he grew up watching it. He has a respect for the business, mm-hmm. and he has a respect for pro wrestling that none of those other writers did. I think that's why he's not with the company anymore. Is because WWE always says they don't want fans to be on their writing their writing staff, and it's like why? Because they want those fresh are the ones ideas. that are going to be new and fresh ideas. Basically, I mean, I understand the concept. I don't, don't because if that you don't know how wrestling fans what the fan, wrestling fans want and what they need, you know. Yeah. You mean it just, the best I don't know, way just, to know what the fans want is to have a fan. Yep. You know, you why why put somebody in there that doesn't know anything about your product as opposed to somebody who could give you a rundown history of your product and maybe have some ideas that actually are pretty damn good. Paul Heyman was a fan before he was a writer, and he's known as a creative genius. Yep. You know, yeah, I don't. I just don't understand WWE's mentality with that. Yep. I don't it either, just, honestly. It, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me, and I don't. I don't get where, where they think that it's acceptable to, to say that fans um, aren't going to drive our product anymore. It's like you understand, fans are the ones that have made your product what it is. Mm-hmm. Never. It's never. It's never. It's never made sense to me then. It doesn't make sense to me now. Hmm. I just uh, don't get. I mean, I'm not sure if this is honestly true or not because this. I mean, this is all times you know hyped up stuff. But you know, they keep showing pictures and videos of the of the fan of the fans in the crowd, like the, the attendance records, like going lower and lower at the like uh, SmackDown and Raw shows. Do you think that's true, or are people just kind of like showing the camera side where they film? Have you noticed that at all, or have you heard about that? Say that again. So a lot of people lost them few months or more have been posting you know prop you know pretty popular people out there have been posting uh photos of the live events and smackdown and raw and mm-hmm. like they're showing there's gaps huge gaps of audience seats completely vacant yeah that's not surprising though um dave Meltzer's done many a different uh articles on it himself and different news reports how you know they're, they're making revenue they are making money yeah that's, you know? that's a whole yeah exactly it's but just do you think in the long run you're out. doing something wrong or it's gonna keep going? Like it's gonna start, it's gonna sooner or later really affect your bottom line. And to a degree it can. 
I mean, to me, it's like if you have people like Jericho not excited to be in your product anymore because you're not bringing the stars, you're not whatever, whatever the reason may be. If somebody like Jericho is not interested anymore of doing another WrestleMania with you, there's a little problem. Because if I was Jericho and, I mean, I'm so sorry, if I was a wrestler and I had to pick between WrestleMania or Wrestle Kingdom, I'd probably do WrestleMania. But since they have somebody like Kenny Omega, and I'm sure somebody that Vince would never want to sign, compared to like somebody like Triple H would love to sign Kenny Omega, you know, it just makes me think those little things like that, you know, Vince always, people say he's out of touch. But there's just little things that show me more and more. Vince is just out of touch. <laughs> yeah, it's that's that's my thought is Vince just doesn't, and I don't think he really cares what yeah. uh, what the wrestling fan wants anymore. I really don't. I mean, I think thank, I think he God, cares thank about God his Braun Strowman line. His Braun Strowman things working for him because usually pushing big guys like he does doesn't work. And luckily, his recent ones worked. So. Yeah, Strowman's, I, I said before, as much as it's a Vince creation, Vince's creation has worked. Mm-hmm. He's Braun Strowman was his pet project, and once again, you know, of course, they'll in the history books, they're going to make it seem like he definitely all he, he always <laughs> is in touch and knows what the fan wants. Nobody wanted Braun Strowman, so shut the hell up. You know, it's oh, yeah. don't tell me that he knew what the fan wanted because nobody wanted Strowman. And somebody brought up a very good point. If you remember about this time last year, people were talking about the rumored match for uh, WrestleMania for Undertaker was going to be Braun Strowman. Yeah, and yeah. nobody, nobody backed that. Fast forward now to this year, if that was an indication or a possibility of Strowman versus Taker. Dude, people would actually soak that up. Oh yeah, hell yeah. And you know what? I would rather Braun Strowman go over, go over Taker and beat the streak compared to like Brock Lesnar personally, because Strowman is going to be there for ten years. Yeah, it could have been something he could have used. And Brock Lesnar does Brock Lesnar really need the accolade that he beat Taker at WrestleMania? He doesn't need that. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Yeah, it all pisses me off. So, since we're on Undertaker um, topic. I don't know if you know this or not. It's actually on rumblingrumors.com. The picture that is trending, pictures that are trending, and it's stupid that it's trending, but we live in this society now. I'm not trying to be biased here, but he uh, was seen walking out of a subway and a few places in town wearing a T-shirt with an American flag-themed semi-automatic gun. And so TMZ... Yeah, I can't... (laughs) Yeah, TMZ and all the places, they're all... They're not like... They're basically starting it. So somebody called me out on Twitter. What's the, where's the controversy at? I mean, well, I don't. I go, it's not my fault. I didn't create anything. I'm just, I'm just putting out there what TMZ did. You know what they did? They put real big, giant letters, small font in the beginning, but you know, and then in the middle it says, you know, take your love, Undertaker loves God and guns, or sorry, America and guns. I'm thinking. Yeah, that's. I started thinking the same thing though, because I almost sent you a text yesterday when you put that out on. Uh, on on the website, and I was like, "What's what's the big deal?" Exactly. That's the that's why it's called controversial because not everybody agrees that it's controversial. That's the and it thing. wasn't. There was and, not pe- a and people on Twitter are freaking retarded. This one guy's trying to call me out. This one guy is no nobody. Never even seen him before. Talked to him, calling me out. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just reporting on stuff that people are talking about in mainstream wrestling world. So. 
Yeah. That's the whole point of controversial. Some people agree it's controversial. Some people think it's stupid that you're talking about it. And I, for one thing, it's stupid. The guy likes guns, and he, he's proud to be an American. I know those are two scary things to say these days, but sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I... And remember, you're listening to a podcast with somebody from Oklahoma and somebody from basically Texas, Travis. <laughs> I know basically about it. I am from Texas. Well, I mean, you basically I mean, you lived here a majority of your life, more than Oklahoma, more than Texas now. So I have, I have, and I've and I've and I've said that here. So if people want to classify me as an Okie, you go right ahead. But at the end of the day, I was born in Texas. I was raised in Texas for almost the first ten years of my life. Mm. So yeah, I will I will say Oklahoma is a second home, but Texas will forever be my first, and that's just how it is. Yeah. So ba- so basically. Um... What I was getting at is, uh, it it really shouldn't be a problem or topic. And oh, and, and when I rant my and reason why on the rumblingrumors.com, I'm trying not to be a typical biased writer. So I'm just putting the facts out there. I'm not right. trying to, I'm not trying to sway your opinion or make you come up with an opinion. So when somebody goes in there and says, "What's well, controversial about it?" That's the whole point. I don't want you. I don't mean to to put in your mind or make the reader think, "Oh, that's controversial because of God." No, I want somebody to read it like. What does he mean? Because to me, I'm reading it and looking at him like, and I was literally had to look at it like, what? And I was like, I can't find nothing in the picture. I'm looking for like a Where's Waldo kind of thing. Yeah, and that's I, what I started. I, doing. I'm, like, I was like, I'm like, what's the problem? Yeah, what's the problem here? And I'm like, finally, and I didn't. Even, I, this is before I read the headline, you know. And I was like, what is going on? What's I don't see. Is he with another girl? And you know, and nothing. That's nothing what like, I was looking yeah, for. I was yeah. like, is there another girl or something? Yeah, some like scandal thing. And I was like, I looked at the title, like Gods and Guns. I'm like, oh my god, a shirt. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? This is making – I was like – I mean I almost didn't want to write about it because it was not the, worth it. But it's had like – it has it's had over 1,200 people just jump on my page just because of that. So, Well, and you know, here's the thing. We This is part of the society that we, we live in, and I'm not going to go on too much of a political rampage. So mm-hmm. before anybody else thinks that this Straight is going to become – Sorry. Uh, do what? Oh, I meant I was saying you said society. Straight edge straight, society. Yeah. Man, if we lived in a straight edge society. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, again, not to go on a, a political rampage because, quite frankly, I'm sick of politics. Well, that, I'm and sick I, of and that it's, I like to hit his political freeze. People hate that shit. People come here because they want to hear wrestling and you know that means right. lives once in a while. But yeah, but but you can go. Yeah, what are you saying? Right. It's it, it comes down to this. I don't care what your political view is. I don't care if you want to be one of these guys, you know, that wants to be a, an America hater or whatever, um, or somebody that is all about the red, white, and blue and wants to tote a gun with a flag in the middle of it. You know, I don't care who you are, you know, because guess what? At the end of the day, we all have free will. Mm-hmm. We have freedom to do whatever we choose. Okay, I can't, I can't tell you what to do. I can, well, I can tell you all day long, but whether or not you do it or not that's not up to me. Yeah. So, so I don't care whether or not you're one of the gun toting away flag waving people, or if you're one of these people that wants to whatever, for whatever reason, while I don't agree with it and I personally wouldn't do it, I'm not going to throw the flag down, but if you're going to throw the flag down and stomp on it and wipe your feet on her or whatever, we live in a country where you have the freedom of expression to do so. Definitely. So, so at the end of the day, I don't care well, are. technically, you don't have the freedom to do that. It's actually illegal. To well, it, in some countries, it is. But that goes back to, again, not to go on a political rampage, mm-hmm. but that goes back to what's what what's too far for government. You know, does the government control too much at that point for them to say, you can't do this? Why? You know, that's mm-hmm. that's always going to be a fine line. But I digress. 
let's move back to wrestling. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's funny. Um, so let's go on. You have oh, do you have any topics to bring up? I should ask you because usually I've been starting off with your topics, but now let's go back. Anything you want to talk about? Sure. Um, let's look at the fact that TNA or whatever they're called, GFW Impact. I don't know what I don't know what the hell to call them. And it, it, isn't that a problem in its own? Yes. That's I mean, a huge like, problem. what do you type in for searches nowadays? You type in uh, wrestling. What it looks uh, like, they're it, it <laughs> looks like they're running with Impact, and they're they're just Impact Wrestling. Why don't they just stick which, with that and stop messing around? Well, Jeez. and to be fair, to be fair, GFW was owned and trademarked by Jeff Jarrett. So, um, to be perfectly honest on that, that whole situation with Jarrett and all that. That's that's sad, but Jared owned that. So the second they fired him, you pretty much knew that that was going to go with yeah. it. Um, Impact is not that bad of a name. Um, I just think they definitely need to stay away from the TNA initials now. Um, really? Why? Don't? Huh? Why? Because it doesn't bring a good connotation anymore. TNA back in 2004, um, and I'll, I'll say from 2004, uh, some people would say the Hulk Hogan era was where it started to, to die off. Um, I would agree to a certain extent. Um, but I would, I would say definitely from about 2004 to around about 2010. Um, I'll give it that six-year span. Um, TNA was a, was a great product. You know, it really was. And it was three letters that actually carried some validation and weight behind it because while they did have the big-name stars – to back them up, like Sting, Kurt Angle. Um, some would argue Jeff Jarrett isn't a big name, but he is, regardless of what people would like to think. Um, Jarrett's still a name. Kevin Nash, um, Booker T was there for a stint. Um, they had, they were known as the place where up-and-coming talent were really starting to shine. TNA, um, some will still argue that Ring of Honor is also where they got their name from, but... Guys like AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, um, and more to boot, Austin Aries, uh, Eric Young, mm -hmm. Bobby Roode. These are guys whose names became synonymous with TNA. They were put on the map by TNA. Sure, with AJ Daniels and Joe specifically, um, they had made a name for themselves and a following for themselves through their Ring of Honor days. But it wasn't until they got on TNA TV, which became, granted at times they had some issues. First they were on Fox Sports, then they went to pay-per-view exclusive only, like they started out as. But then they got the deal with Spike and Viacom. And once they got that TV deal with Spike TV and Viacom, dude, they Viacom. they blew up, you know? Yeah. Um, so to say that TNA was not a reputable company for a length of time is a, a true misdemeanor uh, for them. They were definitely a player. Misdemeanor? Is that the, is that the right word for it? Misdemeanor? Uh, misrepresentation. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Misdemeanor. <laughs> like yeah, I'm so. sorry. I, 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 my and you know, you know my brother would have been calling, calling us about that one. No, I know. Misrepresentation. My apologies. Um but that was that's definitely something that they would uh, they would miss is that uh, TNA was definitely where Joe Daniels Styles Rude Young and many others Jay Lethal 
for that matter. Jay Lethal, who's one of Ring of Honor's most popular stars right now. Um, hate to break it to you guys, but he became a star in TNA. Mm. Period. Nobody can deny Did you that. Say Joe. Samoa Joe. Yeah, I was. I was. I was gonna make the segue for us. <laughs> yeah. The man I don't know. I don't know how many fans. I don't know how many fans we truly have that probably watch Impact. That's why I don't go stay. T- if you've real, if you've not noticed in the show, guys, I usually try not to talk about Impact too much. Back in the day, you know, Travis would you know talk about it quite a bit, but I just don't feel like the fan base is there as much as it used to be. For oh, it's definitely not. No yeah. More. So now I feel like if we take too much time out, you know, with people, you know, kind of, you want to hear what's going on, and you know, the tidbits and stuff. But you know, back in the day, if you ever listen, you know, Travis would do like you know, 15, 10 minute spiel, you know, because people are interested in it. You know, remember that I used to always give you like your what's it called TNA corner? What was it? Yeah, it was. I, I think I came up with TNA time or yeah, something, like. something like that. And you know, it's kind of sad that we're now at this point where like it. I don't people, care. Yeah, yeah. I've literally ever since last year, I fe- I fell off of TNA. I did not. I don't care. Oh, really? You haven't watched that, to... that long? Wow, I didn't know that. Dude, I will. I will catch snippets. Um, like I'll see. Um, I'll see little videos on YouTube and I'll go to their channel every so often. Um, they of course just launched their own version of the WWE network. Um, Did they really? GW- yeah, it's called GWN. What? It's global wrestling network. Oh my God. See, they shouldn't do GWN because that's confusing to me. That's my point is <laughs> there's so much misconceptions, um, when it comes to the way they market things that it's like, well, how, if you're a normal wrestling fan, how the hell would you know that the Global Wrestling Network is TNA? Yep. But of course, to be fair, um, they do have some other wrestling promotions that they're trying to put on their network. Which I heard that uh, they're gonna put like maybe uh, New Japan and stuff. No, 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 no. Um, oh. They're not gonna go that far because New Japan has, has their own road. thing. Yeah. You know what? Japan, this is Japan. the first time. Sorry to cut you off. This is the first time I'm truly, really considering getting it for Wrestle Kingdom. I know it's 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 something I've thought about too. At least trying it for a month and seeing what it's like. Um, I just, it's just hard to find the time to invest in a whole another product. I mean, like I'm talking about a consistent product every time, you know. It is, and the one thing that you have to understand too, when you uh, subscribe to New Japan, which fortunately they do have English commentary on there, um, but you're gonna learn a lot of different guys. Um, New Japan, obviously, being based out in Japan, has a lot of Japanese wrestlers, which, I'm sorry, I, I'm not trying to profile anybody or anything, but Japanese names are sometimes extremely I hard. I was literally going to say that, and that's why I give so much freaking... I know Kenny Omega has to... It's so funny. I was thinking about that earlier when I was listening to Kenny Omega's uh, um, talk in the ring earlier you sent me. Those names, man, it's just hard for me to understand. It's like, who, who are we talking about? It's like, you know, it's like five different... Versions of Randy Orton. It sounds so similar. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's definitely hard to uh, to come up or to actually say some of the names or even be like, oh man, uh, who's who's this one again? You know, it's. Yeah. But to be fair, when you're first watching professional wrestling to begin with, um, whether it's WWE or any product, it, it's that it's hard to do that anyway. You ha- you have to learn characters. You yeah, have I to think it's because games. we're you know not very uh, you know huh? you're, we're not really. Um, 
what's the word? We're not really overseas based, so I mean, we're not going to really get a. I'm sure somebody who's familiar with more, you know, like a, like if you if you're in USA, you get more like you get live events, you will get local events in your TV station. Over mm-hmm. there, I'm sure in different countries, they get you know some New Japan. You know, they all I'm sure they do. But you know what I mean? Like local stuff, more Japan wrestler based, more like Scottish guys. You know, you're more familiar with name bases. For us, we're we're more used to Spanish stars and different kind of guys. You know, that's what I meant to say. We're more used to like seeing luchadors and those kind of things, and they'll, it's probably confusing for them, you know. Yeah, very well could be. But then we have a bunch of guys, and this goes to New Japan's pre- uh, credit too. There's a bunch of guys that work in New Japan now that we actually, as WWE fans, would be familiar with. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Trent Beretta comes to mind, who was the guy who wrestled Kenny Omega last night or earlier this morning for us U.S. residents. Um, He's just known as Beretta over there. Yeah. Um, and apparently his match with Kenny Omega, which I'll probably go find it later. I haven't watched uh, it yet. I heard it's really good. I heard it's, I've heard it's very well done. Like, I honestly think Trent Beretta was somebody who could have been something in WWE. Again, it's one of those things where <laughs> Vince doesn't have a vision for certain guys and doesn't see them past a certain point. Um, so they go make their name elsewhere. Another guy who's like that is Juice Robinson, who's in, T- uh, in New Japan. And for those that don't know who Juice Robinson is, you have seen him wrestle more than likely in WWE on the NXT product as CJ Parker. So, Which uh, I heard he's doing real good stuff too. He's done amazing work over in New Japan. He's finding his footing. I just um, feel like there's always something to him when he had a really good persona and stuff, but he was just given the wrong, wrong, wrong persona in WWE. I think the gimmick was very done, well done because he kind of lives that lifestyle anyway. Oh, you liked it? Okay. So I think I, I thought it was very good that they went with the heel route with it because he, there's a lot yeah, of that people was that, don't like, mm-hmm. they don't like the protesters that are like that. They think they're overbearing and things like that. So why not go with it? So I thought it was I thought it was very cleverly done by WWE. I just don't think they really saw the true. Um, the payoff from that type of character, much like they did with, uh, they didn't see that with the straight edge society with CM Punk. I know, which that could have gone, that could have been something really special. Yeah. And this is, and I'm not saying that as a CM Punk fan per se, because yes, while I am a punk fan, I'm looking at it from the perspective when I look back at that time now, man, the straight edge society was absolutely, I used to say it all the time. If you recall, when we would watch our, our wrestling pay-per-views as a group, uh, when when Punk started growing out the beard and everything, and mm-hmm. I kept looking at you guys, and I'm like, is it just me, or does Punk really look like he's resembling a, like a, all familiar pictures of Jesus? Yeah, I and, remember that. Yeah. And every one of y'all would be like, well, and he kind of did it on purpose, obviously. Yeah, it's like y'all would laugh and like, oh, I'm sure it's not intentionally done or something like that. And then fast forward to Punk's documentary. And he goes, was I trying to be, you know, a wrestling Jesus, so to speak? 100%, you know, was uh, Luke Gallows, one of my prophets, Joseph Mercury? Absolutely. Was uh, Serena, my Mary Magdalene? 100%. And I'm like, wow, I actually saw this coming before it ever got confirmed. Yeah, I remember that. And, and yeah, and because he would do the thing where he would do like the, the shaving of the head thing, which is where I really started thinking, I'm like, wow, he's really kind of pushing a a button here because he was like, you know, uh, a lot of, ba- a lot of preachers on TV will be like, you know, if you want to reach your hand out and, and listen to what I'm speaking of through the television screen, please feel free to do so because this message spreads to you through the power of technology, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And he, I remember he that. I, 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 that. I love that run. So 
man, when he started doing that, there there really was nobody because he took that whole straight edge mindset that he became a great heel for on the indie scene of I'm better than you because I'm straight edge, and he turned it into a cult. And yeah. it was extremely interesting to see how many people hated him at that time. That makes him better. I mean, make, makes him better at what he does. What he can exactly, like that, you know. Exactly, but again, you know, he didn't see the payoff in him. So, you know, and then it's annoying. You think what? You think if they hear a giant amount of crowd boos or crowd chants or crowd, you know, reactions, they would learn by now. Okay, well, it's a, you know, it's a you know, lifting something down the deep end. So it doesn't need to keep going with this. You know, they did that too many times. The punk, everybody knows that. Yep. It's I. I don't think we're ever gonna be. I should say now, I don't think we will ever be into the time frame or era where we're going to be like, our opinion matters. I don't think WWE is ever going to really take into account um, the opinion of the fan anymore. I think we're pretty much out of that era now. Hopefully we'll come back and do a Triple H take us the reins. It's it's possible. And do you, do you think Triple H is actually going to take the reins now with Shane back in the picture? I've always meant to ask you that. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. I mean, think about it. It's like your son who has been in business, just hasn't been there recently, and it's your blood compared to like somebody in a legal marriage. It's. I mean, I would probably go with my son. Well, it's still. It's one of those things where I don't know. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. We don't know if Shane McMahon is back um, on the uh, on the actual business front for for WWE. Nothing's been confirmed. Yeah. Um. So there's still a lot of unanswered questions in regards to exactly what I, mean, I should say this or will Stephanie was Stephanie get more I'm talking about who gets the CEO title on the but that's what I'm saying we, we, we don't know we we honestly have no idea um, where things are gonna go because it's it's one of those things where unless we're a part of it then uh, then we don't know and we don't we're none of us are obviously related to the McMahons um, and none of us know any of the McMahons, so we can never really, we can never really know exactly is Shane's role in the company simply just on television? Um, has he come back to the company in some form of an executive capacity? Yeah. Um, there's a part of me that doesn't think he wants to. I think he's enjoying um, being the guy that. Uh... Oh, I just lost my train of thought. I literally just lost will my he enjoy, Will he enjoy being the guy? Who am I, who was I talking about? What the fuck? I, I'm probably talking about uh, um, Triple H. Oh, no, Shane. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I had a brain fart there for a minute. <laughs> um, I don't know if Shane would even really want to be back on the executive side, specifically because of how he was getting treated near the end of his first run with WWE and how um, – he wasn't really being groomed like people thought he would be for that role. Once Triple H kind of started getting involved, it really was like, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I have no idea. I think Shane deserves it because Shane has nothing but a great reputation as a boss um, behind the scenes. Because as far as I know, and as far as what's ever been reported, Nobody has anything bad to say about Shane as a boss at all. Like they've yeah. all said he's actually 
just as smart, if not smarter than his dad. Um, he does have a vision for a future. And he puts his uh, body on the line, that's for damn sure. Do what? He puts his body on the line. He does. Um, so I think I think maybe at this moment, the only thing I can say about Shane being in charge would be I think we just need to leave it to the TV that we're seeing for now and that he's just an on-air commissioner. You know, if, if something changes and if something is different than what we know, then great. Um, if not, and if Triple H is still slated to take over the, the reins, him and Stephanie, once Vince passes on or retires or whatever the case may be, <clears throat> then I still think we'll be okay. I think I think WWE will be in good hands, yeah. uh, especially when it comes to the wrestling product. Because if WWE Who do you think would do a better job long run? Let's, we have a... Let's me, let me put this out for you. We have a professional wrestler his whole life, loved it, and is born in it, or not born in it, raised in it, and, you know, raising his kids in it now pretty much, and Triple H. You have Stephanie, who is the daughter and has been in wrestling just as longer than Triple H has. It's in her blood, and she is good at what she does for sure, especially in the business aspect. You have Shane, who does jump in and out of the company recently and different things, but he's done plenty of matches showing what he definitely... He's do. I personally think he's doing these kind of matches to show his dad that he is invested again in the company. I 100% believe that. Because you, I, I can believe that too. Because you don't think I don't think he would keep putting his body on the line, having kids his age, this many times in a row now. I sure. Keep, I keep thinking he just wants to show his dad that you know he wanted to do stuff on his own for a little bit, but now he's back and he kind of wants to take the reins. And um, yeah. not, it's not a sexist thing. I mean, it shouldn't be because Shane's a guy he gets the place. Because I'm a believer is Stephanie has been there. Stephanie has that her heart in it the whole entire time. Sure, so, I mean, but Stephanie getting, has you know? been known to be. You what? Stephanie's known to have a bit of a. Uh, from from accounts that I've seen before, uh, Stephanie's not necessarily been known as being the best business person. So, so basically, speak. like Vince McMahon. Almost. Vince yes. doesn't always there's, think. There's Vince doesn't always think with his uh, uh, head. He usually a lot of times he thinks with his heart and with his emotions. That's been proven. Yeah. Um, and that's that's what I'm thinking too. Is that it's one of these things where uh, I think Stephanie is very much a. Uh, I think she's kind of a chip off the old block, and Triple H is definitely a a. Uh, breath of fresh air sort of thing um because i I really do believe that triple h has a great wrestling mind i don't think he's stupid at all um i think he proved that with nxt Mm uh nxt has become a great success and that was that's triple h's baby oh yeah he he revamped it he uh he gave it new life and it's turned into in my opinion wwe's most successful brand you know, yep. some people will argue that because it's like, well, it's not on like the USA network where it's seen by hundreds upon thousands of people. It's only seen by those who have the network and subscribe to the network, which is true. Um, and they're only, it's really for the diehard fan. Yes, you're right. That's, that's true. But that being said, those diehard fans, those are the ones that will be right by your side and will still. Uh, Keep watching your product. product. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know they're the ones that have been there since they were kids, and they're not going to go anywhere. You know. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So, um, I'm just really sure. I've always tried. I've always thought of this like who 
would do a better job in the long run. You know, in the long run, who would be the, I mean, the best person you know, to take the mantle? Who would want to keep going with it? And I just feel like, personally, I think out of all of them, I'd, I mean, people, some people don't like Triple H. But you know me, I love Triple H. And I've always thought he, he does what's best for business. For real, he does. He does, he does what people... I shouldn't say for business because that, that implies he does it only for business. But, I mean, he does, like, what the fans actually kind of want. I mean, he's the one pushing all the stars in NXT that he likes and he wants to see grow. And then every single I – put, I put this on Twitter, too, uh, about um, about Gargano. So do you – I should talk about this, too. Do you think something like Johnny Wrestling is just going to be just trashed when he goes to Raw or SmackDown? And people were debating me on Twitter. I'm like, it's happened many times now. Every time Triple H has an awesome star in NXT, he grows them, gets the fan base going, and they, they do a Ty Dillinger thing, and they come, they, they, they surprise us, and then they're just, they're just kind of made out to be a mid-card. You know, um, it's old. I saw that. I saw where you were talking about that. Here's, here's something that I think will set Johnny wrestling a little bit different. Um, and it's honestly because of one guy. Shawn Michaels. Um, Johnny Wrestling has recently developed quite a friendship with HBK. Really? And it's been on he's, Twitter. He's smart. It's it's been on Twitter. Um, they've they've had multiple videos with each other, um, things like that. You know, because Shawn's been apparently as a guest trainer of speed of sorts, or it's never really. He's going to be a part. guest referee on the NXT Takeover, right? No, no, oh, it's just a live event. Um, oh, but but um, there had always been a a, a um, it's never been fully confirmed as to exactly what his status is as a uh, a uh, trainer per se, mm. um, or what exactly his role is with NXT. He's never fully come out and said, um, and neither is Triple H. But there's been a lot of speculation that he's down there as one of the coaches. Of course, the head coach is still Matt Bloom. Um, but Shawn Michaels is like a close second, so to speak. Who's Matt Bloom? Just kidding. <laughs> so, um, I absolutely do believe that, uh... Oh, wait, was Matt Bloom one of those guys that, uh, Vince brought back and then destroyed him and did nothing with him? Oh, wait, that's, yeah, that's him. Or the guy that really never was anything extremely Dude, huge he could have been a left. great heel. I mean, I mean, a consistent heel. I, when he came back... I really thought I was like, this is awesome. He was, you know, he was really popular in Japan, and he—that's what I'm saying. Like literally, it's the guys that get popular in NXT or over in Japan, and finally get come over here. Probably why Kenny Omega doesn't want to do it, and Vince just destroys them sooner or later in the long run. Yeah, Tensai definitely had an opportunity to to be interesting. Um, it just didn't turn out that way. Yeah. So. Um, but that's okay because you know he's he's got a good gig now that he's been great at. So. Oh yeah, he's great at it for sure. So, uh, but yeah, going back to what you're saying about Johnny wrestling, mm-hmm. um, I think that once uh, he does come up to the main roster, I would be extremely surprised if he ends up like one of those talents. Because, granted, it's not the same Shawn Michaels of old, but if Shawn Michaels is signing off on you as being one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. Um, I think you pretty much have us have job security at that point. Um, 
And I'm, especially, just hoping, I'm just hoping he doesn't become a freaking jobber because they always do the. I mean, I just get pissed off every time I get so excited in NXT. I'm like, oh, this is the future of wrestling, blah blah. And they come to come to Raw or SmackDown. It's like, well, why have I been invested so long? If you're just gonna, you know, throw them away. Yeah, I, guess, I agree. You know, it really gets me going a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I, I wish I knew. <laughs> so, I wish um, we all had a magic ball, but I. I, I got some magic balls for you, bro. Uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna see Johnny Wrestling though on the main roster at least for another year, so that's okay. Yeah. Who do you who do you think's um, one of those guys? Oh, let's get a little game. Who do you think right now on NXT right now today should be one of those guys that comes that jumps over to Raw or SmackDown right now? Hmm. I mean, we can be biased. Whoever you want to see, whoever you think should, you know, we always do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> you what? Man. Hey, let's let's make it let's make it more intricate. Who do you think right now has been there? Who, who uh, has proven himself in NXT? At, you know, long term wise, that sh- you know, I'll get into a different question in a minute. Who should jump? Not just who you like now. Just who you think has been there long enough to where you should jump. I know one of them for sure is a Asian guy. Do you know who? Oh, Hideo Itami. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of them for sure. Well, he'll be going to the cruiserweight division, so... God. It is what it is. Dude, um, I'd rather stay in NXT. If I were them, I'd rather stay in NXT. <laughs> well, I mean, Hideo's not been on... Uh, yeah, that's true. NXT for a few weeks now. Um, who do I think would be there? Um, you know, it's it really is difficult for me to even say. Because I honestly... I don't want to see anybody leave NXT. <laughs> yeah. Right. I've gone to the same point, too. I'm like... I don't know if I want to see them jump anymore. No, I, I really don't because um, I was excited for Nakamura to, to jump and he hasn't had quite the level of success I was hoping for. Um, he's still been successful, just not to the yeah. way that I think WWE was hoping for or what any of us were hoping for. You know who I was excited to see that never, ever panned out, even like Shinsuke did, is Ascension. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> You got me going there. It's become it's they've become a comedy act now. I know. It's, Why would you? I mean, I'm I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. It's just gonna piss well, me wanna off. Talk, I want to talk a little bit about it at least. Because no, gets... I'm not. I'm not saying anything. Okay. I'm gonna let you say your stuff about it, and I'm not responding. So I don't get how somebody books so strong for so long at NXT become. I mean, I, I'm glad they're getting some kind of airtime, but now it's becoming like a comical act. And I just, I don't know. I just. Um, it kind of irks me exactly why I do not want people to jump anymore. Unless they're going to jump, I mean, do I mean do you think they have to jump to a main against a main player to make it, or you just think they're just not pushing them long term? I don't know. I don't know. Like somebody like Bobby Roode, he was thrusted uh, what, on a Dolph Ziggler storyline, and he seems to be slowly making it. But I mean, I'm just wondering what the formula is. For either creative or the fan base to the formula is don't give the ascension a freaking gimmick that is a playoff of an old tag team, and then as part of that ripoff of that old tag team, you run down the whole tag team division and bash every single legendary tag team along with every current tag team. Oh wait, when you haven't done a damn thing on the main roster yet, because that right there is what screws you. Wait, I'm sorry. You so say you don't like the fashion play stuff? No, that's not what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm talking about the fall of the Ascension. How ironic. That's uh, right. 
attacking <laughs> called the Ascension <laughs> fell so far when they got to the main roster, all because of creative having a lack of creativity, or better yet, letting them actually run with what brought them to the dance to begin with and have them do exactly what they did in NXT. Oh, God forbid that that didn't actually work like it really did work. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. This is why that. I like this is why I like getting you passionate about stuff because then it makes people like tune in. <laughs> I don't want to talk, talk about it anymore. It's just going to piss me off even more. <laughs> Here, <laughs> here's the thing that... Oh God, Travis! I swear. I'm just. It just it does. It's severely. I'm sorry. The ascension is a subject that really pisses me off. I was I was so stoked for them when they got to the main roster, and this is what they've become. This is what creativity has for one of the most dominant tag teams uh, ever to step foot in NXT and then into WWE. Okay, let's go a different path of this. Do you still think there is room for them to? make it no whoa you think they're that far back they get their way nope that's sad it's (laughs) not gonna happen it's it's not they're too far gone they will be nothing more than a comedy act with brazango from this point forward yeah it's freaking sad man as much as i love the whole thing it's just i i just feel like they should have picked two other dudes to do it with the the storyline with cuz you know essentially they're actually pretty comical they're 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 good for what you know the the storyline entails but there's only one way that i could even potentially see the ascension eventually getting somewhat of a good a good running and i don't even see this happening is when the bludgeon brothers finally appear on the this main stage this is what i was going to say uh, yes. once once the bludgeon brothers come up and hopefully take out the fashion police and do it in a violent fashion to the point where the Ascension gets pissed off and decides Ooh, see? that... you got me going. That makes me little tingles a little bit. The Ascension versus the Bludgeon Brothers could actually be something pretty decent. I wonder who they'll put over in that sense. I mean, you already know. But here's the thing, though. Do you think... But you can build a good feud from that if you're oh, yeah. smart about it. If you're smart about it, you could totally make a tag team feud like that work. You're 100% right. Um, I just don't get it because it almost feels like, I'm not saying they're the same, but it feels like the Bludgeon Brothers is literally how the Ascension should have been booked. <laughs> uh, we, well, we won't know that until we see the Bludgeon Brothers. First oh, yeah. off, I, That's a I good freaking that, point. Yeah, first off, I think the name Bludgeon Brothers is freaking retarded. Um, <laughs> but I'm willing to give it a chance. Because yeah, that's what I was going to say. Give it a chance, bro. Because apparently, um, the and I've seen the photos from when they showed up on the UK tour, um, apparently the outfits are pretty cool, which I'm the first to say that that's what draw me drew me into professional wrestling was oh, the yeah. music and the attires. Definitely. So the attires, attires look entrance good. music. Yeah, they definitely look like a team. Um, the fact that they're giving Eric Rowan mic time now is actually amazing because he's really good. Um, Luke Harper's always been amazing. Um, oh yeah. So I really think this has an opportunity as with a silly of a, of a name and almost what looks to be just as silly of a gimmick. Um, it has a chance because yeah, the you're, way you're, that I'm you're, you're at, more cynical day than usual. Well, in the way that I'm looking at it, <laughs> did too, you wake up, did you wake up the wrong side of the bed or did page? Uh, uh, no, I can't get that joke on here. Sorry. Anyway, um, the way I'm looking <laughs> at the bludgeon brothers at this moment is, they could potentially become Ring of Honor's War Machine tag team. 
Yeah. If if they again are booked properly, or you could wait till War Machine comes to the to, comes to Raw SmackDown and use them as War Machine because they are War Machine. It could eventually happen. You never know. <laughs> um, but I honestly think if if done correctly, yes, Rowan and Harper could be WWE's version of War Machine. Rowan Harper. Sorry. The only thing I don't like about <laughs> Luke Harper's promos in this in the whole vignettes is that he sounds so robotic. Yeah, and he's the one who can actually Eric talk. Rowan actually sounds menacing. I know. And I'm like, it's so weird. I'm like, Harper can actually <laughs> talk, so why are you making that, him sound like that? Hundred percent. I'm like, this, I thought I thought can talk. So on, I thought the same freaking thing. I was like. He's the one who actually can talk on the mic, and you're giving him a, like a one-line thing. Okay, makes sense. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, it won't be that way. Uh, on, like once they're live, you know, and on the roster. So, uh, again, time will only tell. Yeah, that's true. So um, let's just hope for the best with the with the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, I mean, I think they can actually be something cool if they actually. The only other t- oh, and the other team that I hope actually has a successful run once both of them stop getting hurt and they both can be there at the same time is the revival. Yeah, and I'm wondering if they're going to push them again after they hurt this hurt this long. I just I mean, Vince, like once he gets turned off or feels that people are injury prone, we see what happens. Yeah, but I truly think that the revival has a chance. They they are a good old fashioned heel tag team. I like so. them. Oh, so yeah, like give him. them give them a chance to actually a not get hurt and let them be a team. <laughs> a, not get um, hurt, yeah. Give them give them a give them one feud with your most popular team on Raw, and I promise you they will be the most hated tag team on the entire Raw roster. Yeah. If you were to book, in my opinion, if you could book Cesaro and Sheamus the Bar versus the Revival. That right there would be tag team money printed Dude, right there. I'm freaking and I always fall in love with Cesaro, not in a weird way, but like he, every time he gets something, every time something happens to him, he makes he puts it to his corner and like runs with it. Now with his little tooth thing, he just like is kind of like you know he's kind of like you know overdoing it though, like with this whole um, you know his he's got a mouth guard. And I so. know, but he's kind of doing it on purpose and wants you know you can tell he's trying to play it. You know, people laugh and stuff. But I just always, every time he has something going for him, he just runs with it, and he makes me love him more and more every time. He's a consummate professional. Dude, I swear. I honestly think the Revival uh, could be easily brought back and put into the tag team title matches with the Shield right now. Don't you think Cesaro's one of those guys WWE just keeps dropping the ball with? He literally could be a singles guy and go. He could, just WWE doesn't see it in him. So know, it's not going to so happen. Sad. Eventually, my hope is that Cesaro... Much like Zack Ryder will, um, I'm hoping that one of them gets smart or both of them get smart and realize that WWE is not going to do anything for you anymore. And I would love to see Cesaro and Ryder, either both or at least one of them, go to either Ring of Honor or New Japan. Cesaro yeah. in New Japan Pro Wrestling would be money. Definitely. Can you imagine Cesaro as a Bullet Club member? That would, To me, that would be pretty cool. Man. Honestly. That'd be Man. awesome because you know Cesaro just can just talks. He just he's awesome. He's so freaking. And have you ever watched the ride along with him and Sheamus? Yes, he is so freaking funny. Right, I love him. Man, if he ever if he ever decides to leave WWE and goes to New Japan, 
he's definitely a guy that I'd be like, y'all better put him in that Bullet Club stable. That right there will just print money. Mm. Like, r- literally making it hand over fist. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I wanted to push a single wrestler, but I really like the bar. I do, too. Yeah. I've grown to and really enjoy them. Yeah. So... We'll see. That's why I was like, man, the revival versus the bar could be a huge feud. Both both are very well structured uh, tag teams now. So yeah, that's, um, good. that's a good point. The, the revival versus the Shield right now. Um, the revival was the ones that sent the new, as they like to run with on TV, sent the New Day pack into Raw, uh, SmackDown. So you know, Do you feel like the new, is the New Day getting old to you at all, or are they you know pretty consistent? Since still? going to SmackDown, no, I okay. think they've no, actually I had a see your, I just want to see your opinion. I see different opinions on Twitter, so I was kind of wondering. I think the New Day has a has a sense of rejuvenation since they went over to SmackDown. So um, they they are one of the best teams uh, in WWE and one of the best acts going in WWE. So no, I don't think that there's anything wrong with them. I think they're doing exactly what they're meant to do, and people still love them. So, uh, go for it. You know, keep it up. Well, it looks like um, our guest could not make it today. I guess he might be sleeping, or we may have that at the wrong time schedule because he actually lives in Baltimore. But hopefully we'll do it sometime soon. And that's kind of sucks because that's two weeks in a row that uh, we've had guests planned and something happened. That's okay. It's life. Uh, yeah. We'll have him on. It's, we, always, we always come through. So, it's no worries. That's true. Uh, and you – oh, and you want to do our sign-out? Yeah, so – as always, everybody, follow us on Twitter. You can always follow the Rumbling Rumors page at Rumbling Rumors. You can follow Ramsey at WWE Ramsey. Yes, you can follow me, Travis Fowler, at Travis underscore Falhark. And go like us on Facebook. Once again, you better follow us on Twitter. Go to rumblingrumors.com for all of your wrestling news and free HD wallpapers for your smartphones. And as always... Take care and go cut your hair because it's never going to be like mine. No, no, no. Well, guys, uh, you all have a great weekend, and we will be back next week for episode 51. 51. 51. We'll make sure we get that right. We will. I promise. (laughs) All right, guys. Peace out. Peace.